0: Tom Bernard Show, without L.A. Nick, without Catherine, without Alex, without Cassie, but with... Andy Bram Bernard. Everybody's wandering the earth except for Andy and me, hard at work. We'll be right back. The 50 most haunted places in the world, and I've actually been at, I think, four of them. You've been to a couple, too, as a matter of fact. We'll be right back. Kick things off Tom Bernard Show. BMW, Chevrolet, Chrysler, Dodge, GMC, Honda, Hyundai, Jaguar, Jeep, Land Rover, Lexus, Mazda, Mercedes, Mini, Nissan, Porsche, Ram, Subaru, or Toyota. Go to Walzer.com, Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Andy and I are here. Nobody else is here. Catherine's out of town. Alex will be here at some point. We think. I don't know where L.A. Nick is. He usually comes in. Cassie, I know, is on the haunted cruise. She's back tomorrow.
2: Um, Knowing Nick, he'll probably call in and tell us how he's on some ghost thing. Tell him he's out of the mix. Forget it. You're out of the mix. You're on a ghost thing.
0: Get out. The 50 most haunted places in the world. I was going through a few of them. I've been to a few of them, actually. Andy's been to a couple. Uh, number one's the Lizzie... No, I'm just going to go through them. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on each one, but the Lizzie Borden house in Fall River, Massachusetts, for obvious reasons, mm. right? I mean, Lizzie Borden axing up her parents. The house is kind of a dump anyway, so who the hell would want to live there? That What's this forest called in Japan again? The,
2: the Akibahara or Haver? Akigahara. Gahara? Uh, Aki-gahara. Oh, Akigahara. Uh, Akigahara. <laughs> I was oki-gahara. mixing it with... Akihabara, which is something else. Isn't that called the Suicide Forest?
0: Aokigahara,
2: yeah. yeah it's yes, a su- it is. People like to go there and
0: hang themselves for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, also on the list is, uh, yeah, I don't know about this one, the Pavelia uh, Pav, Island in Italy. Apparently it was a, um, a mental hospital. Uh, it was also a quarantine station for plague victims. Then there was a doctor there that... Uh, Allegedly, a disturbed doctor conducted experiments on the helpless patients before eventually killing himself. Jeez. So that's a nice place. Uh, It's totally abandoned, and there's uh, tagging everywhere inside the building. Of course. There's tons of graffiti. I've seen this before. The island—I've never been there, but the Island of the Dolls in Mexico, Huachimilco, Huachimilco, Mexico— there are dolls hanging in the trees everywhere. And then that guy killed himself, too, didn't he? Well, I'll find out.
2: Pronounced. Uh, well, let's just listen. Somebody's here. Let's just listen to it.
0: There, Alex Xochimilco. is here.
2: Xochimilco. Xochimilco. We're going through
0: the most haunted places in the world, Alex. Oh, yay. Yes. Mm. So we far. a
3: movie
0: that we need to watch. What is oh.
3: it? The Haunting of Hill House.
0: Oh, that's a, not a movie. It's uh, Well, there's a movie, but there's also a TV series. On uh, Netflix. Netflix. Oh, it's a It's a show? TV, it's a TV oh, series. Yeah. Have you watched it? I watched the first episode. It was boring as hell. Oh,
3: Brittany watched. Has been watching it and says it's
0: really good. It is really good. But the the, the the setup episodes are always boring.
3: First, yeah. The first. The only show I've ever watched for the first episode is one of my favorites. Is The Good Doctor.
0: Good Doctor is phenomenal. That
3: first episode. Still, I'm it's like, I love that. sorry, yeah. Fawn had a. Very hard time with me leaving yet again.
0: Notice how I dressed up for the uh, holiday black and orange, huh? Look at you. The kids will be out there. Andy says he is probably going to come
2: over. He said he was. That's good. Yeah. Milko. I want to talk about a spooky show that I found horrible. What? American Horror Story. Oh, it's it's so terrible. bad. It's, it's really horrible. Disgusting. Really, really bad.
3: It's not even.
2: Uh, it's all sexual. The the
0: one that got me was a few years ago when uh, Lady Gaga was on there and they had the corkscrew penis. I was like, okay, I'm good.
3: Yeah, I watched. It was Hotel. Yeah. Which was that was why I was like, uh, yeah, what? But, why would anyone watch this? Yeah, it's terrible.
0: This the first so two awful. seasons were good. First two seasons were good, or three seasons maybe. Hotel was, was the good. fifth season. Yeah. I what think, was
3: before that?
0: Um,
3: Coven was bad?
0: Coven was, was after, I think. Oh, Coven yeah, was Coven ter- was after. Coven was the beginning
2: of the bad ones.
3: No, Hotel was the beginning of the bad ones. Well, I thought
2: that was
0: like fifth season.
2: Oh, oh wait, yeah, you're right. Coven was uh, three
3: Oh, Coven was three. Oh, Coven. okay. Coven so really episode.
2: There was Coven, yeah. then, the then Freak three. Show, then Hotel. Yeah, that's terrible. Oh, and then Roanoke. Terrible. I don't even know what that is. Freak
3: Cult. Show. I never even watched. Terrible. Freak Show
2: is the, what Dad's talking about. Okay. Yeah, it's horrendous. And stuff. Roanoke, Cult, and Apocalypse. What, is the, what were the first two episodes? I mean, the first two years, I mean. Murder House and Asylum. Yeah, those were good. Yeah, yeah. Those, were, those, <clears throat> were, those were good. Meh. Uh, I don't know.
0: I... Joe from Louisville pointing out that everyone abandons me except for my children. Mm. So that's good. That, don't worry about that's it.
3: That's what we're here for.
0: Okay, the Island of the Dolls is uh, number four on the list of the 50 most haunted places in the world. Where's that? That's in, what is it, Huachilco?
3: Huachimilco? That's in
0: Xochimilco. Xochimilco in, in Mexico.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Then we have uh, why why did why did you move on to something else? I hate it when this thing does that. I am oh, it's a sponsored thing. Back up, back up right now! Damn it!
3: Fawn had a potential ghost encounter. She did. So we have so in her room.
0: hmm.
3: Her crib is right by her closet. Yeah. And she woke up a few weeks ago, like <laughs> scream crying. Uh-oh. Um Dan came into the room and she like ran as far as she could to like get to him and he picked her up and she was like in there in there in there and was pointing to her closet. Oh really? Yeah, and wouldn't a shirt? Wouldn't go anywhere near it and then now almost every single day her monitor is facing I face it towards her crib and her closet so mm-hmm. I can see yeah, both of them right. cuz it's right there and almost every single day it's faced away from the so she
0: gets out of gets out of the uh, crib and turns it around.
3: No, I she doesn't touch it.
0: All right, well you better keep an eye on it's things. A ghost. I'll have to come over there and kick some ghost ass. I guess. <laughs> uh, the next one is Casaloma, Toronto, Canada. Your mom and I have been there. It was built by a guy who owned the entire electric company of, in all of Canada. He mm. built a castle in Toronto, Canada. Oh, yeah. I've he had heard a of bit of money, guy. I guess. Yeah, he had a bit of money. And then he died broke, of course.
3: Naturally, because he spent it all building a castle.
0: Spent it all on a castle. Yeah, castles aren't cheap. Uh, so, yeah, I was there. We never noticed anything haunting or spooky about uh, it. It's a very impressive building, uh, no doubt about that. But we didn't see any haints. Mm-hmm. I love it when the Southerners call it Haints.
3: Haints instead
0: of Haunts. It's Haints. Never heard of that. Chateau de Brissac in France. That's uh, just another yeah, another castle, pretty much. I it always the like. castles. Mm-hmm. Then there's a hotel in Estes Park, Colorado, called the Stanley Hotel, the inspiration for the horror film uh, The Shining.
2: Oh yeah, The Shining was actually
0: shot there. To tell you the truth. At least the exteriors were, so I don't know about the interiors, but mm. the Stanley Hotel, I thought The Shining was one of the most boring movies I've ever seen in my entire life. I
3: don't know that I've ever seen The it's Shining. It's
2: not good. It's boring. I told you the story of Amy and I trying to watch it, right?
3: I what? don't
2: know. Well, so <clears throat> we put in the, it was, at that time it was a uh, the VHS tape.
3: And then she said, I'm horrible, and you said...
2: Yep, that's what happened. So we put in the VHS tape and we start watching it. And we're really confused about the plot because they were doing the scenes that we've seen before, like here's Johnny and that stuff. Which was good. That was a good scene. But then the camera would pull away and it would show like a whole bunch of like, you know, cameramen and the director and everything. And they would talk about like okay in the next scene
3: Oh so it was like behind the scenes
2: Yeah and we were like Oh god we were like I didn't know this movie was about a movie set <laughs> no nope. and like half an hour in we realized it was just behind the scenes yeah. and somehow yes. somehow she had gotten a behind the scenes tape not the actual movie
0: Oh my god The actual movie there are some good scenes in it just not a lot of them it's just that's one with the twins right down the hallway
2: it's more and all that it's a movie for filmography not for yeah that's true the actual story i've
3: never seen it maybe i'll watch it tonight after
0: Mm. goes to um number eight is the haunted vicarage in sweden (gasps) a lot of of haunted places in sweden
3: gandhi's
0: yeah, I don't know why that is, but there are a lot of haunted places in Sweden. Then we have, uh, next, the Bachiu Forest in Romania. Yeah. That, I think, is where
3: That's the suicide Vladim. forest, right?
0: No, no that's oh. one in Japan. We already Japan. covered that one. Oh, okay. Corvin Castle in Transylvania, of course. That's uh, That would be Dracula's castle, isn't it? Uh, Corvin Castle. That Vlad- makes yeah, sense. Vlad the Impaler yeah. kept prisoners there. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, Vlad the Impaler. Why well, didn't I wish my name would be Tom the Impaler. What do you think? Mm. Maybe not. Uh, Skulls, catacombs in Paris, France. I've seen video of that. I've never been. So, so far, I've only been in one. Casa Loma in Toronto. Then there's the Monte Cristo homestead in Australia, which looks like, uh, very much like a house that would be built in New Orleans. But it's in uh, Australia. Then you move on, ladies and gentlemen, to this looks like a penitentiary. This next one. Oh, it's the Castle of Good Hope in Cape Town, South Africa. <laughs> I've never been there. Never going there. Ancient Ram Inn in Gloucester, England. <gasps> Gloucester. Have you been there?
3: No, but that's where Becky lives.
0: Sure, mm-hmm. absolutely. Lived. Ancient what? Now you guys have.
3: What's it called? <clears throat> ancient. Ram. Ram. Ancient,
2: ancient Ram Inn. Or ancient something. Ram Inn. It's yeah. It's actually called the. Isn't there oh, an yeah, X-rated yeah, video called that Ancient for Ram seniors? Man. There's a what? Isn't that a porno for seniors? Thank you so much. Ancient, Ancient ramen. Ram man. man. Okay, boy, look at the time.
3: Oh, my, what?
0: <laughs> you guys have been to this next place uh, a few times, or at least a couple of times. Uh, room 872 in this hotel, an entire family was murdered in room 872.
2: The one in Sedona?
0: Nope, uh, that's not the one. The one in Canada? Apparently, a, bri- a bride fell down the stairs and broke her neck after her dress caught fire. The breaker? The Banff Springs Hotel. Yeah,
2: so it is the Canada one. It is the mm. one in Canada. You remember Banff
0: Springs yeah. where you yes tried sure to play nine pin? Uh eight, ten pin. <clears throat> I thought it Five was pin? ten pin. I don't know what the hell it is. Five pin. There's one in Singapore, which you know I'm never going there, so I don't really care. Uh, This one is in Mary King's Close in Edinburgh, Scotland. I've been to Edinburgh, but I've never been to Mary King's Close, which is fine with me. And there's a prison in Pennsylvania. This place is nasty. You know who might have been to
2: Mary Saint's Close or whatever you just said? Jeff Belanger. Jeff Belanger, how are you?
4: I'm great. Happy Halloween, everyone.
2: Happy, Happy Halloween. Halloween. So you have the
0: perfect voice for Halloween. I'm just going to talk like this the rest of the day.
4: Well ha- done.
0: Happy <laughs> Halloween. We're just going through the 50 most haunted places in the world. And so far, I've, I've been at two of them. My kids have been at one. I've been at Casa Loma in Toronto and the Banff Springs Inn in Banff, uh, Canada. Uh nice. You ever hear Eastern State Penitentiary in Pennsylvan in Philadelphia?
4: I've done some time there. Oh well glad to hear
0: what well, I'm glad you've rehabilitated yourself. So I'm I'm assuming you just mean you've uh you've been on on campus. Is that the best the best way to put it?
4: Yeah, I've been in there late at night, uh in the dark when Ooh, the place is really? closed and this is this is the place where the word penitentiary comes from. It was the original penitentiary in the U.S. And the idea really? was that every cell would be solitary confinement. You weren't allowed to talk to anyone, look at anyone. If oh. they had to move you from your cell, they put a mask over your head. Oh, my God. And there was just a single window, that like a slit in the sky, where you could look up to God and be penitent for your sins. Oh. I wonder
2: why people went crazy there. Yeah, I
4: wonder yeah,
0: why. I, I couldn't figure it out.
2: <laughs> uh, whatever.
0: Ha- Do you mind if we just go through a few more of these? Uh, no, you go. Uh, good, because I'd love to hear your take. I, had, I would have had no idea, because I'm looking at a picture of it now. The cells are still there. There are no bars on the cells any longer. But, yeah, you couldn't see anybody if you were in a, in a cell because the the walls are all concrete.
4: God, that's... Yeah, it's, it's a lonely, dark place. Well-designed. It's like this wagon wheel construction where it all comes out from the middle, and just a few guards could stand back to back and look down all the cell blocks. But Ooh. you feel something when you're in there, and, and you know the types of people that they generally put in there. So uh, I think that combination just... Sends a chill when you're when you're in Eastern State.
0: I got a Jeff. You might enjoy this I, mm-hmm. because the man was such an evil piece of crap. It's unbelievable. So uh, Whitey Bulger was beaten to death yesterday when he's transferred yeah. to a, a, a prison in West Virginia. What? Somebody beat mm-hmm. Whitey Bulger to death yesterday.
3: What? I didn't yeah. hear about that. Yeah.
2: yeah. No more Whitey. Yeah.
3: Oh
0: but my. this is. I also do a well, morning here, here in thing.
4: the Boston area. That was pretty big news.
0: Oh, you're gonna love this. Thing. That's right, Jeff. You're from Boston. You're going to love this then. One of your neighbors, and you you don't know him anyway, so I'll just say. So I do a morning show in town, and I'm I'm reporting the fact that Whitey Bulger was beaten to death uh, the first day he was in a a prison in West Virginia. And a friend of mine from Boston texts me during the show and says... Well, you know what? It's kind of great, though, don't you think? That he, you know, just before he died, he got to see the Sox win the World Series. <laughs>
1: Michael, like, oh, that's, that's really nice.
0: Yeah, that's really nice. Thank you for
4: pointing that out. Yeah, like, that's uh, kind of how we think around here. I can't. I, I can't, understand. Can't, that. It It sounds pretty ugly when you put it that way, but yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, Chester. Oh, the Winchester Mystery House. They just did a movie about that. Yes, right? they
4: did. Called yeah. Winchester. The movie
0: Winchester. Was awesome. Right? There's an asylum in Western Virginia. Western West Virginia. There's a, luna, yeah. a lunatic asylum. The Hotel Monte Trans Vista.
4: Allegheny Lunatic. Asi- uh, so
0: you know all these places, don't you?
4: I've been to most of them. <laughs> really, have you? Really? Um, you yeah, might... Trans Allegheny Lunatic Asylum. We filmed Ghost Adventures live there. Oh, oh gosh, you did. Uh, mm. Two thousand nine or ten.
0: That's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I'm going to take a very, very quick break. Do you have another fifteen minutes with uh, to, to give us? Sure. Excellent. We'll be right back in just a couple of seconds. Jeff Belanger, ladies and gentlemen, Tom Bernard. Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who's here to talk about a great service and an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company called XCheck. Tom, it's a payment app we developed. We wanted a simple application that was safe and secure, easy to use, and a way in which you could pay the kid who cuts your grass shovels your snow way you could split a dinner check without having to exchange cash without having to write a check the app processes the payment puts it right into the receivers account literally the same day it's free to our customers it's safe secure and easy to use This is Tom, why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Check out nabankco.com slash KQ for more about XCheck. Member FDIC and equal housing lender, Mike is a disaster. Now, wait a minute. You better cut out that. (laughs) Tommy.
4: Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy,
0: Tommy. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. Five five four twenty twenty, And please tell them Tom sent you. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Alex is in studio. Andy's in studio. Jeff. But now, I do know people that pronounce it Belanger and Bellinger both ways. Which way do you pronounce it?
4: I go Belanger. You got it, it right. I
0: thought time. it was Belanger, yes. Um, Damn. I thought for sure. Origins of Halloween, ghostvillage.com. Uh, we're going through some of the most haunted places in the world, not just the United States, but in the world. I, I do have to tell you a quick story, and I've told this story three times in, in the last two days because people keep asking me to tell the story, but uh, the day after the day after Whitey Bulger was beaten to death, I told a story about uh, when Kevin Weeks got out of prison. Do you know Kevin by any?
4: I don't. I'm sorry.
0: Good. No, it's a good thing you don't. Um, but uh, we had him on uh, a couple of years ago. He wrote a book about, you know, I think he killed 23 people for Whitey, I think. Oh, okay, yeah. I think the number's 23 people. But yeah, he was was the number one hit man for Whitey Bulger, and Whitey himself killed at least 11 people. But um, we had him on a couple years to talk about his book. He got out of prison, he wrote a book about it and all the rest of it. And I said, Kevin, I, I have to mention something to you. In 1980, 81, early 80s anyway, I met you at a party once in New York City. I went to a party in New York City, and you were there, and I met you. And there was a long pause, and he said, do you owe me money? Like, okay. And he wasn't kidding. I was like, okay, well, boy, look at the time. Yeah, he's, a, he's an interesting guy, no doubt about it. We were just talking about the origins of Halloween. Um, it Did it start, wasn't it the Irish pretty much that kicked it off as a, this highly celebrated holiday? Is that true?
4: yeah. It's the Celtic New Year, and this this goes back over 2,000 years. And if you look all over the world, there's really eight major holidays that uh, most religious organizations fall pretty close close to. And that's winter, spring, summer, fall, and halfway in between each of those. And Halloween is halfway between uh, fall and winter. And so this this Mm. sound, they called it, was a huge... Festival where they believe the the veil between the world of the living and world of the dead is at its thinnest, and they would light bonfires and leave out food offerings for the dead, and dress their children as ghosts and monsters so the the creatures that came forth would get confused and not drag the kids back down into the underworld. And that was that was the start of it all, like two thousand years ago.
0: Jeff, I I grew up Roman Catholic. Is it's still a big, mainly it's a Roman Catholic holiday, isn't it? I mean, the the whole thing. Well.
4: <laughs> So that started in 835 A.D. Pope Gregory IV uh, moved November 1st to All Souls' Day because they were trying to incorporate oh, yeah. this Samhain, this pagan holiday. So the same mm-hmm. as they did with Christmas. Christmas was is right near the uh, the winter solstice for the same reason.
0: You mean Saturnalia? So, uh,
4: <laughs> right, Saturnalia, which uh, Saturnalia, which became solstice, which became Christmas, and and so on. And right. So yeah. So Pope. So Pope Gregory made this All Souls Day, which would mean mean the 31st is All Hallows' Eve or Halloween. and then, uh, But it's also uh, Mexican culture, Dio de los Muertos, right? oh, the 1st, right. 2nd, and 3rd of November. So you've got three different big cultures all saying this is a time for the dead. I mean, that's pretty huge. That's a huge global influence. What is that all about, Jeff? I, I've,
0: I've been talking to people about this the last couple of days, and, and I posited the idea that people want to believe that... Uh, That souls are wandering the earth and that they're very powerful because they're so terrified of death. It gives them the idea that maybe when I die, I'll come back as a ghost and I, I will be able to scare people. Therefore, I'll have some power. So instead of being just dead and lying there, I will actually have some power after I die. Do you think that's true?
4: I think that's part of it. I also think yeah. that every culture has some uh, honor honoring of the dead. You know, we have sure. Memorial Day yeah. here well, in this country, and mm-hmm. so so that so all those things kind of get blended together in certain belief systems. But yeah, honoring the dead, uh, understanding that you might become one of these spirits or ghosts, and that also kind of keeps your your moral compass in check if you think about it. If you know you you might still linger, uh, you you want to. Wonder how you might be remembered, how you might be uh, honored or dishonored after your con, and I, I think that kind of helps us along the way
0: Do most cultures believe that there is an afterlife
4: i don't, I don't know yeah, most that. yeah, no mo- most do and uh, you know at at the very least if you look back really tens of thousands of years, I think it's interesting that fifty thousand years ago humans and, and our ancestors were burying their dead in an east-west direction uh, with an abundance oh. of flour, and we know this, be- be- so there was something ceremonial about it, right? If we thought there was nothing to it, then whatever, you just discard grandma and keep walking, right? But they <laughs> <I> didn't. <laughs> That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> there was there was ceremony and ritual to it. There was something about it, and uh, the very first form of religion was not worshiping the god of the sky or thunder or mountains or anything like that. It was ancestor worship. You, you reached out to yeah. your fallen ancestors for guidance and so on because they literally still influence you and that's tr- that's of course true i mean uh, you know your grandparents who i assume are, are not with us anymore they are not they that's still exert true. no but they still have influence over you right from from your childhood well, no and your parents of course, yeah. And so, whether you want to think that's just, uh, you know, nothing spiritual about that or something very spiritual about that, that's up to you.
0: Well, I tell you, Jeff, uh, I was talking about this as well that my great grandmother was exactly 100 years older than me. And oh, neat. I, I, I knew her. Uh, well, she died when I was four years old. She was 104 years old, and she died. And I never really thought much about this till recently, but. She was born uh, ten year nine years before Abraham Lincoln became president.
4: <laughs> I was like, God, wow! <laughs>
0: I mean, you look at it that way. But I, to this day, I'm sitting here now, and it's many, many years later, and I can still see her face. I can still see her sure. standing, standing there talking to me. She was a, she was a tiny person. I suppose most people born in the mid uh, 1800s are were tiny people but she was very tiny she's very friendly and she and I just got along she just loved it that I was her great grandson and all the rest of it but yeah i it's funny how i was just talking to a friend of mine yesterday about this that some people and i guess i'm one of them that can remember things like you you can see things in your mind without even closing your eyes some people have to close their eyes to 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 see things in their in their head I do not. I can, like, I'm talking to you right now, and I can see in my brain my Uh, great-grandmother. Sure. And that's, I think, an important, it is kind of weird, Jeff, don't you think, that you're this conscious human being, you, you sense everything, you have opinions about everything, there's a great deal of emotion, and if there isn't an afterlife, all of a sudden, it's over forever. That is pretty hard to grasp.
4: It is, and I also think, too, that, I mean, at the very least, I mean, Shakespeare is still with us, right? Mozart yeah, is still with yeah. us. We could name tons of people from yep. history. Uh, Lincoln is still with us. And uh, and you can only hope that you can exert some kind of influence that lasts beyond you. And I think that's part of the point, isn't it? That that I, I will be remembered because of, hopefully, great things that I did and not horrible things that I did. That would and be good. That's, uh, that is good. And at the very least, I, I saw a study, and I apologize, I can't quote who did it or what, but they basically said, uh, you know, they, they, extensive study of atheists and religious people, and they, they basically found that people who believe in her, Hereafter are generally happier. So, if yeah, nothing oh, yeah. else, if you're going if, to if you're going to place a bet, why not go with happy? And if you're wrong, well, you are happier along the way. Well, that's, right?
0: that's a great point, Jeff. I don't understand... Look, I don't sit here claiming to know there, that there is an afterlife or there is a God or there is a – I do refuse to believe there's a devil. So maybe I'm I'm part Jewish or something because Jews don't believe in hell. Right. But right. Um, I, I don't know that whole deal. But why wouldn't I – instead of going, oh, my God, when I die, it's going to be over and nothing will ever – I'll never sense anything again. Why wouldn't I want to think, well, maybe maybe there is something else? Um. Did you ever hear the great story about Mike Wallace asked Jackie Gleason? Because Jackie was a a well-known atheist. And uh, when he was 70 years old, just a couple months before he died, actually, Mike Wallace on 60 Minutes was talking to Jackie Gleason. He said, Jackie, I have to ask you a question. You're an atheist. You don't believe there's any afterlife. So what happens if you die and you're standing there in front of God what you, you didn't believe in God? If you're standing in front of God, what are you going to say to God? And Jackie took a puff off his cigarette. He took a drink out of his whiskey glass and said, "Sorry, Pally, I was wrong." <laughs> <laughs> that's right, calling God, Pally. So that's a good thing. I mean, it'd be wonderful that actually did happen.
4: Yeah, I mean, and and you genuinely would be sorry, man. I I, would I backed be. the wrong horse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly my right. fault.
0: Egg on my face for sure. <laughs> Why do you think it is, Jeff? That and again, I suppose some people find it childlike to believe these things, but I don't. I don't really know if there is or is not a God. I don't know if there is or is not an afterlife. But I would prefer that uh, you know maybe maybe someday uh, consciousness could all blend in and we could all because it is true, isn't it, Andy? That that are your being not your being but your your essence never does get destroyed right your energy doesn't get destroyed right
2: well i guess that depends on how you look at it well but the energy has to go somewhere I mean, doesn't it
4: physics it's a it's a law of physics uh, you know that, yeah. that there's matter can't be created or destroyed you are always here you always will be here yeah I mean, so if, if you believe physics
0: Which I do. I'm a pretty big fan, actually, to tell you the truth. (laughs) But if you look at it that way, then you are never going to die. Your energy might not have the same consciousness you have now, but you are never going to die.
4: Yeah, no, and I I think, isn't it a wonderful time of year to ponder all this? Yes, and I love it. and, And. and, and, the th- and the thing is, the influence that goes back thousands of years, however you want to brand it, Samhain or Halloween or All Hallows' Eve or Dio de los Mortos or whatever, uh, all of this influence has let us know that this is a time to talk about ghosts, and horror movies and scary TV shows come out in October, and we have these conversations here on October 31st. and. And, and so on. This has been dictated, uh, really, by the by the sun and moon and stars, by the season, by God, if you want to call it that. Right. <laughs> you know, millions upon millions of years ago, when the Earth started spinning just the way it does, <laughs> and creating seasons and so on, um, th- these things have been dictated in, by forces much, much larger than us. And it, humankind just carries it forward. We're, we're carrying on a tradition that goes back millennia yeah. uh, through different cultures. And I think, if nothing else, that's pretty awesome.
0: You know, the thing about that, you know, God is just a shortened version of the word good. And obviously they really worked hard on the devil, de-evil. So that was, you know, right. that must have been really hard to come up with. But, you know, it, it, there are some things about it that are very simple. But by the same token... Uh, I just don't know why you would want to deny any of this happens, that your, your energy does just disappear somehow, but I don't know why you would want to feel that way. Well, why do you want to believe that? Because you're smarter than yeah. everybody else?
4: No, I wouldn't, but also, too, I've, and I've, I've known a few atheists along the way, and it's, an, it's still an ism and it takes work.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, just that's like, right. just just like Catholicism takes work. Uh, you know, Buddhism takes work. Mm-hmm. Judaism takes work. It all does. You can't just wake up and wing it. Uh, you have to have some sort of devotion to it. And I think for some people it's the same there's there's people who are rather keen on conspiracy theories. Yeah, oh god. And yes. I, oh yeah. And, and and I don't want to get into that because it's too crazy, but no, I, know. I think sometimes people believe the conspiracy because the universe is chaotic, That's the, that is the law of the universe too, right. entropy, things right. go from an ordered state to a disordered state, and when something horrible happens, when something truly terrible happens, it's some people sleep better saying, no, no, this is just a black flag operation, mm-hmm. this was planned by big forces, it's oh, all fake, God. or it's, it's planned, and, and that makes them feel better than a random act of, of senseless violence or, or some horrible tragedy that was just going to happen no matter what.
2: Yeah, because you can't um, and, uh, and, and defend against randomness. Yeah.
4: You can't. No. I mean, an, earth, an earthquake that swallows a city, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you, you look for meaning in that, where, where the reality is that's the, the planet we live on is here to keep us alive, but there's as many things here that could also kill us. Uh, water's wonderful, unless you're in the middle of the ocean all alone, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and you yeah. can't swim. Yeah, then well, water's not good at all.
3: <laughs> yeah, so I, I, what?
4: That's a,
0: Jeff, it's interesting to me why right now in America, and and we won't talk a lot of politics, but people want to be angry now so much I don't understand. They look for, for ways to be angry. Instead of reacting to something in an unpleasant way, they actually look for things to be angry about. And that happens about every... Every, I guess, 50 years, something like that, something like that. Yeah. Last time I can remember, it was in the 60s, and was it, does that, we had it, we talked about this yesterday, the fact that uh, the first big exposure for for a uh, presidential debate was the Lincoln-Douglas debates in the newspaper, because the newspaper kind of took over media then, or was the original media, and Lincoln was assassinated. Then you moved on to radio, and the McKinley got assassinated. Uh, because radio took over from newspapers as the dominant medium. Mm -hmm. And then after that was television. John F. Kennedy was the first big president on television, and he got assassinated. I mean, it's rather scary that now that we do have the Internet, I'm really, really hoping with all the hatred and vitriol that's out there right now that it doesn't happen again, Jeff. I just tell you, seriously.
4: Yeah, no, I would hope so, but uh, maybe it almost seems like we have to, as a society, work it out every half century. We got we yeah. gotta, you know, get in a, get in a fistfight and then, you know, lick our wounds and apologize, shake hands, and and move forward. And seems that uh, way. And and that that is un- that's unfortunate. Uh, but uh, you know, there's so many factors, and I do think social media has played such a role. People who have, oh yeah. various, you know, if you lived in a neighborhood and you had certain feelings, whether they're bigoted or not or or anything. You kept them to yourself because you have to live in a neighborhood, but you can be in your basement connecting with hundreds and thousands of other people who feel the same way you do, and now you're a community, even though you don't live in the same town, and that's created this mob mentality where there is no mob. So it's, uh, it, it's a scary time. We all have to, I mean, th- this, there's no model for this. <laughs> the no, the world not. wasn't disconnected, right? I mean, our ancestors, two, a hundred years ago, didn't even have a phone. No, it's <laughs> you true. Know? This, this, it's, and now we have all this. Jeff, I wish we so had a couple, we couple to, hours. We have to learn.
0: I wish we had a couple hours to talk to you today. Well, there are many, many different subjects I'd like to broach, but maybe, hopefully you could come back. That would be terrific.
4: Sure, anytime, Tom.
0: All right, Jeff, thank you very much for your time. Great talking to you. Ghostvillage.com, the origins of Halloween. Jeff Belanger, B-E-L-A-N-G-E-R. Thank you, Jeff.
4: Take care. Happy Halloween.
0: Happy Halloween. We'll be back. Tom Bernard Show. this zero percent offer is available for a limited time. Call Saber Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Alex is here. Alex, uh, hi. Andy, you kind of like Halloween, but Alex, you've always been a huge Halloween fan.
3: I like spooky stuff.
0: And why do you think that is? You and I do, and your mom and Andy don't.
3: Well, for well, me,
0: mind them. Now, you don't mind them. For me, Your mom hates them.
3: I yes. think part of it is like the same reason why I used to like the Vikings. Um,
0: <laughs> you could count on something?
3: No, it because it was like my bonding with you as a kid.
0: Yeah, that's true. We would watch uh Tales from the Dark Side and Tales Friday the 13th, Tales from the Crypt. We'd watch. Are all You Afraid of the shows. Dark? Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yep. Phenomenal.
3: Yep. And, too, I think, I don't know. I remember we had a medium on a while ago somebody that you know he's from here I don't oh remember yeah his name and his sister's a medium too
0: oh yeah yeah absolutely uh echo bodine yeah michael Bodine. michael
3: Bodine. and he was mm-hmm. talking about how everybody has is on like a scale of being able to be a medium there's like mediums and then there's people that are just like no awareness of any other life other than our own and stuff, right? And how a lot of people lean one way or the other, and I think I lean a little bit more towards. I mean, I don't think I'm a medium, but I right. think I have a little bit of more of a connection to the other side. The other side than some people do.
0: Although I think because of the the TV shows you and I were just talking about, I've never been a slasher f- fan.
3: No, I don't like gory. Stuff no, at all. like ho-
0: hostel and all those things. Oh I God. have no, no interest. Saw, in at all. No, saw, yeah. forget it.
3: No interest. I like ghost stories. But Halloween
0: was okay. It's a little stabby, but it's not that gory, yeah. horrible. Stuff.
3: Yeah, and I've never been a huge fan of like the calls coming from inside. Like I don't like murderers. Yeah, yeah. really. I like go. I like ghost stories and spirits and I like um, paranormal stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean that stuff I, I find interesting, but that that was a lot of fun. We'd get a pizza and we'd sit down and watch those those shows. And once in a while, Andy would come in and watch them. Well, you like Goosebumps, Andy? You love Goosebumps.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did like Goosebumps. Yes, uh, I
0: did. I have not seen those movies yet. I want to see those movies. We should have. We should. You should come what? over. And what movies? Go, there is there's a Goosebumps movies now. There's a there are a couple of movies: Goosebumps one and Goosebumps two.
4: What? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be good too. I have not. Well, seen Well, because there
3: any was the sh- the TV show that did the books.
0: Yeah. R.L. Stein, right?
3: Yeah. Wasn't... I thought M. Night Shyamalan was doing something with Goosebumps. Was that go- was Maybe. That him?
0: He, he maybe produced them. There's a possibility. I
3: think it might have been him. Or he was trying to do... Yeah, I think it might have been Goosebumps.
0: Mm, possibility. But I do want to see those movies. I absolutely want to see it. I, I tried too. to watch a couple of movies, you know, because I'm at home. Your mom abandoned me again. Mm. So I was at home by okay. myself.
2: No, it was not him.
0: No. It was not M. Night Shyamalan.
3: Oh no, he was trying to do a Tales from the Crypt reboot.
0: Oh yeah, that's what it, it was. Terrible. Oh. I heard the whole idea no, was terrible.
3: It... Oh yeah, it never turned into anything.
0: No, it didn't. No, no. the whole, the idea was just not good. The village I thought was pretty good that he did.
3: Um, that movie was awesome. Yeah, I That's thought that was good. Like one of my favorite movies. Yeah,
0: I thought I, I agree with you. I thought that movie was good. Was fantastic. But I tried to watch a couple of, of of spooky movies last night. I lasted about twenty minutes on both of them.
3: Because they were they're, boring. They're
0: just boring what now. What movies? Uh, The Conjuring Two.
3: Wasn't. Did we like one?
0: I I, th- I don't know.
3: I get I forget <laughs> what all of them are about and what they. Yeah. I, it's
0: yeah. Joe says we should check out the 1981 movie Ghost Story. Ghost um, story. and what's what's that all about, Andy? Will you look up and see Ghost it's Story from 1981. Story
3: about a ghost.
0: I'm well. I'm sure it's a story about a ghost, <laughs> but I'm I'm assuming I've seen that movie, but I don't remember it. I uh, yeah. It's just. I don't know what happened. I don't have the the great love of of spooky movies anymore that I used to, and I don't know why. They, I just don't think they're as good as. Well, they yeah, used I was going
3: to gonna say a lot of them are terrible.
0: They're just bad now.
3: And now a scary movie is.
0: Uh, are you going to be okay?
3: I Man, I don't know. Good actually, God, um,
0: yawning on a radio okay. show—that's really nice. Well, you
3: get woken up by a baby every five seconds.
0: I get woken. Up. I got up this morning at two fifteen, so I think. Uh, I understand what it's like to be awakened.
3: Um, Yeah, scary movies these days are mostly slashery.
2: Yes, they (laughs) are. It's like scary
3: means murder. It's like... mm, No. no. So what's
2: Ghost Story from 81, Andy? Uh, Two generations of men are being haunted, and one of them returned to the hometown to try to get unhaunted. I don't know that I've ever seen that movie. I
3: don't think I've seen it. It's
2: called Ghost Story? 1981. Who's in it? Uh, Ernest Borg. Nine. I don't know. Fred Astaire. Fred Astaire's in it? Wow. What? Yeah. Melvin Douglas. Oh, I mean, isn't Douglas there a limousine? Fairbanks There's Jr. a limousine or
0: something in it, I think. Well. Boy, that's a lot of big stars in that. No, but I think they're very rich people. And I think it's like. Uh, yes. The, well, they Joe
3: are. from Louisville would be able to tell you if there's a limousine in it.
0: Yeah, Joe, you build cars. Was there a limousine in it? Because I, I remember Fred Astaire being in the back of a limousine going out on, into the moors, like in, you know, the, the moor more, more, area. Moor area. Moorland <laughs> or whatever the hell it was. the moors are. I think the house is built on an island in the middle of the bogs or something. I don't know.
3: Hmm. I
0: think I remember that movie now. I think they'd give it a whirl.
3: I don't. I've never seen it.
0: I got to find something to watch because I, I mean, all these movies are just that. Quiet Place was one of the most boring. I movies. I liked it. Ha, I don't think it was a
3: horror me. movie, but I liked it.
0: Explain this to me then. So, in order to have a conversation with you, I have to go stand next to the waterfall
3: mm-hmm. because
0: the monsters can't hear you next to the waterfall.
3: Yeah.
0: Why didn't you build your house next to the waterfall?
3: You know, it's an interesting question.
0: Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm
3: not saying that everything lined up perfectly. Like, yes, there were some plot holes, but I liked it overall.
0: Yeah, a lot of people did like it. I don't think it was horrible. I just don't... That one guy, I don't see John Krasinski as a big star like people do. I don't
2: get him. He's okay. He he was good as Jim, but I haven't really liked him in anything else since. He seems nice, and I
3: really like Emily Blunt. Yeah. Emily Blunt's really been amazing in everything I've ever seen her in.
0: All right. Um, And we're not going to spend the entire two hours today talking about Halloween. I I wanted to mention this article because Alex is here and Andy is here. And i got to run this by you because this happened before you were born. A 1958 magazine article advising women on how to attract a partner has surfaced on the Internet, triggering a frenzy across social media.
3: Oh, I bet.
0: Titled, 129 Ways to Get a Husband.
3: 129?
0: 129. 129. Mm. Uh, the feature it's... in an American magazine, McCall's, included a varied body of tips ranging from bizarre and desperate to downright sexist and politically incorrect. Of
3: course they are.
0: One of the more outrageous instructions told women to be flexible about their potential partner's decisions. If he decides to skip the dance and go rowing on the lake, go, even if you're wearing your best evening gown. That's what I want to do is get in a rowboat wearing a snazzy evening gown. Mm. Post- and if
3: Dan, if we had plans to go to a dance and he was like, I'm going to go rowing, I'd be like, go by your friggin' self. Go
0: ro- go row your ass off. The <laughs> so
2: wait, people are mad about something that was printed like 50 years ago?
3: Yeah. 60 I mean,
2: years ago, actually, yeah. Let's all we, calm down, maybe.
3: In school, when I was in school for fashion merchandising, looked at ads
0: of oh yeah in,
3: from like fashion magazines from yeah. the 50s. So sexist. And oh, there's no doubt about awful. it. Awful. No like it's just so ridiculous.
0: No doubt about it. The post, which had been shared 13,750 times at the time of writing, caused widespread controversy on Facebook, quickly racking up more than 4,600 likes and thousands of comments from shocked and amused users. We were just talking about this. People are looking for things to be angry yeah. about. Like this, this happened is...
2: 60 years ago. Why do you care? This happened long before any of these people were born. Yeah, it's true. The feature was created with the... I mean, the good news
0: would be it's not like that anymore.
3: Yeah, it's a sign of the times. You should be happy about it's that. not, yeah.
0: The feature was created with the help of 16 people chosen for their good minds, lively ideas, and mature experience. The group included a popular songwriter, a marriage consultant, an airline stewardess, a police commissioner, a housewife, a banker, a psychologist, and a bachelor, in a section headed, How to Let Him Know You're There?, Advice involved uh, investing in material items to enhance your desirability. (laughs) Buy a convertible, because men like to ride in convertibles. (laughs) Stumble when you walk into a room. Wear a Band-Aid. People always ask, what happened? One woman. That's what it says. I'm not making this up. (laughs) That's exactly what it says.
3: Wear a Band-Aid. Wear a Band-Aid. To try to get a husband.
0: One woman said her personal favorite was number 40, which instructed single girls to stand in a corner and cry softly in the hopes of a man asking what's wrong.
3: Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> world has changed a little bit in the last 60 years. Or, you I know, don't...
3: get abducted.
0: Get abducted. Because you're yeah, this helpless. Good, yeah, I'm just going to
3: stand in this corner and act like an idiot.
0: Well, now, here's one that, that I think today it's still good <laughs> advice. Uh, number 35, way to get a man. Number 35 suggested a straightforward tactic. You should make a lot of money. What? (laughs) That's what it says. What? On the How to Look Good department, the magazine suggested ways to enhance your appearance. You know, I think people are a lot better looking now than they were 60 years ago. So I I just, you know. Really? This might. Oh, yeah, there's no question about it. People People are a lot better looking.
3: People put so much more effort into the way they looked. 60 years ago. But they did back
0: then, yeah, that's true.
3: Like, I mean, if you looked at somebody going on an airplane 60 years ago and somebody going on an airplane now.
0: Oh, God, they had... Guys wore suits and ties, and women wore gowns, not gowns, but nice dresses. Yeah, like cocktail dresses. Yeah, cocktail dresses. And now
3: everybody wears, like, sweatpants and looks like they just crawl out of a hole.
0: That's very true. Uh, In the How to Look Good department, the magazine suggested ways to enhance your appearance, get better-looking glasses. Men still make passes at girls who wear glasses. I thought they didn't make passes at girls who wear
3: glasses. Yeah, that was the phrase.
0: That's what I thought, I think they
3: were saying that that's not true.
0: You could try contact lenses. Uh, Wear high heels most of the time. They're sexier unless he happens to be shorter than you. Oh, my God. (laughs) That's pretty good. No, I'm shorter than him, so forget it. Or he's shorter than me. Going. Oh, this is nice. The best way to get a man, go on a diet okay if you need to dressing differently from other girls and never whining were other recommendations for singletons
3: never whining
0: that's what it says if you struggle to find an eligible bachelor the writer suggested buying a dog and walking it around the park on or purposely having your car break down at strategic (laughs) locations. i'm gonna
3: drain all the oil from my car
0: this is a phenomenal article i love this article
3: at strategic locations
0: other advice included oh looking God. in the census reports for places with the most single men, reading obituaries to locate desirable widowers.
3: Are you wow. kidding? Yeah,
0: you want to close in on the guy whose just, wife just died.
3: What? That's really nice. Oh, my God. This is so <laughs> weird.
0: Becoming a nurse or airline stewardess and working inside a medical, dental, or law school to be close proximity to educated, wealthy men. There you go. I'm telling you, we're that's making a big That's why there are so
3: many secretaries.
0: To seal the deal, the magazine provided guidance under the heading of How to Land Him. Tips range from talking to your date's father about business to researching his previous girlfriends to avoid repeating the mistakes that they made. Oh <laughs> if all else fails, the magazine offered a section captioned, Anything Goes, which shared tricks such as offering to fix a man's flat tire and riding the airport bus back and forth until you found an attractive prospect. Now, as far as changing a tire, you don't want me changing a tire, even on my own car. As a matter of fact, we were headed up to play golf one time, and I got a flat tire, and Tim Laudner said, get away from it. And he changed yeah. the tire because <laughs> Timmy said, no, you're not uh, changing the tire because I'd like to be safe when I get back into the car. I've so. changed
3: a tire before. You have? Yep. I popped a tire in your driveway.
0: Oh, you, you did? Yep,
3: on the way to work at North American Banking Company
0: with mike Bielski. actually
3: yep and, I I, that's and true. nobody you weren't home not that you would have been a big help anyway
0: i am absolutely worthless mom in any wasn't home
3: stuff. i think you guys were out of town this is when oh what is happening wrong Andy button just had yep clear, had clear, um so. this is when i was in college but i moved back to your house because i had psychotic roommates
0: yes and I so i was living
3: that. at your house and so i was going to work and i popped a tire and i changed it would you stop
0: yawning on the air people are <laughs> no. listening to this they good god
3: deal with it i have a baby and a toddler i'm gonna be tired
0: i've been awake since 2 15 you don't hear me yawning at i
3: people. hear you yapping and complaining about it constantly well oh, that's
0: my job
3: complaining about it constantly?
0: yes my job is to complain constantly <laughs> that's exactly right that's exactly you. what i'm saying great right. Hundred percent true. Okay.
3: Well my job's to yawn. I've added that, added that to my job description.
0: Yeah, I think it's a good plan. Oh wait a minute, there's an article about Soros. What how a lie about Soros migrant caravan multiple what? That multiplied. None of the words you said just made sense. I think they're talking about the fact that they claim that Soros is paying these people seven thousand dollars apiece to come to America or something. And I don't I don't even pay attention to those stories. I don't know if they're true, they're not true, whatever. All I do know is you extremists on the left and right, you're all nuts. Seriously, you got to calm down, you know. I know you think it's utopia, but what you're going to end up with is a bunch of psychos like Whitey Bulger running everything because you're just going to hand over the world because you think we're all the same. We are not all the same, not even close. We will be back. Timmy Lammers will join us. Annie Wilder will join us. Got a lot going on next hour. Tom Bernardino.